What's going on, guys, and welcome to another episode of the 5-1 Formation Podcast, episode 25 on your way. As Let's usual, go. all the guys are here and we're ready to go. Say what's up, guys. What's, what's up? Gooch? What's happening? All right, so we're just going to get right into it. Uh, the second week after post-COVID, if you want to say, Bundesliga firing it up. And what a game for Bayern Munich and Alfonso Davies, the Canadian boy, tearing Canadian. it up. Bayern Munich winning 5-2 over Frankfurt. Tommy, just give us uh, your thoughts on this game and uh, the Bundesliga in general. We'll start with with uh, we'll start with uh, Bayern yeah. Munich. Yeah, start with Bayern Munich. They have a better game uh, this week than they did the week before. Uh, week for before, sure. They weren't finishing any chances. This week, finishing every chance and more. And yeah, like you said, the golden boy, like I've been saying since the episode one, Alfonso, <laughs> murking it at the moment. Goal to assist. Like, what more could you say from a left back who used to play for Vancouver Whitecaps? That's all you got to say. That's it. To I me, I just see the, the kid's a machine, man. He's, he's an absolute tank. Like... You even saw in one of the, the the play where he scored the goal, you, you saw he tried giving a pass to Lewandowski. That totally fucked everything up. But because he's so fast and so aware of what's going on around him, he was able to get the ball away from the defenders and slot it in back of the net. What a finish. He read the play so well. Insane. I don't know if you guys want anything, add anything else to the game, the, but that's uh, it. The, the only highlight for me was Alfonso. <laughs> Uh, I think you should mention uh, the Frankfurt defender, no, uh, George? Oh, yeah, I'm going to totally butcher his name. Alex, what's his name again? <laughs> I think it's Martin Hinteregger. Okay, so so Martin Hinteregger ended up scoring two goals and scoring an own goal also, which is kind of sad. But he is the top leading scorer of Frankfurt, and he's a defender and also a captain. That's actually nuts. Yeah, he's awesome. I mean, good on him, but fuck. What's the point of having strikers if uh, they're not going to put him back of the net? You need to rely on your your defensive captain to to get all the goals, you know? So, I don't know. Frankfurt needs to figure out something there. Yeah. Yeah. And at that point, it was 3-2 in the game when he scored the the second goal. So, it really really changed up the the pace of the game. But obviously, our our Canadian boy ended up scoring Mm -hmm. another one. And yeah, then yeah. just kind of breaking off the game and, uh, you know, finish wrapping it up the game for uh, for Bayern Munich. Um, I think it's, um, before we move on, like, one important point that we should, like, really think about, like, I don't think we realize how huge it is and how impressive it is for him to fucking go from the MLS to another big stage like this and continue his focus and actually develop his game. Because you could have easily shot the bed under the pressure. He's like, holy fuck, I'm going from Vancouver to Munich. To the best well, team in Germany. Yeah. For the last, I don't know how many years. Um, to me, that's, I find that, I mean, yes, he's developing his game, but that, we have to give credit to the Bayern staff for obviously having world-class coaches and shit, along with playing with world-class teammates too. But for him to continue to uh, maintain his focus at such a young age, I don't know how old he is, or 20 or whatever he is. Uh, to me, that's bro. That's, that's super impressive. Uh, very uh, shows his maturity, man. Honestly. And he was thrown into the wolves right away. As soon as he got to Bayern, they're like, "Get ready, buddy. You're going in." Yeah, they gave him like what? Yeah, they, go they, for it, uh, Alex. 
just to piggyback off with Anthony saying is it's so much more impressive for me because when I think about Bayern, they already have so many established left backs in yeah. their arsenal. And the fact that he is their starter every single time. And and I even saw a picture. It's funny uh, we brought that up because I even saw a picture uh, of David, uh, David Alaba just la- like smiling at Davies as he was celebrating, just so happy for him and, and uh, that he's doing this at such a young age for a team like that. And to seeing his teammates, you know, even the teammates that he's fighting for that position sometimes, to see them happy just means that the locker room is is very intact and they're, exactly. they're all just kind of pushing for each other to uh, to build that chemistry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure they're, they're, it looks like they're loving him at the moment, honestly. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. everybody, from yeah. from the team to the people viewing his t- TikTok videos, joking around. Uh-huh. Uh, he's just having an absolute blast, the kid. And What's there not to love about him? I hope he continues. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, he signed uh, during COVID. He signed a year uh, contract till, yeah. uh, till 2025. 2025. Yeah. So wow, that's another big bonus in his career. So that's he's awesome. he's locked in. Honestly, man, it's only it's only gonna go uphill for 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 Alfonso. Yeah. The only thing that would ever stop him is probably an injury. Knock on wood. I really hope yeah. that doesn't really no. hope that doesn't happen to him. But uh, yeah. it's yeah. like uh, the sky's the limit. Yeah, that's it. Just showing his good attitude, you know, staying in an hour extra after practice, you know, listening to his coaches, listening to his teammates, you know, and shit. So, you know, good for him. That's uh, uh, it's a great attitude to have at that age. You know, yeah. people like Neymar uh, can say the same, you know. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> that's a little, a little hey, dig at Neymar. Hey, no lies told there. No lies told. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so move. So that's it, pretty pretty much for Bayern and Frankfurt game. Now I want to move on to another clean sheet team. Keeping on a hot streak is Dortmund winning 2 nothing. Guerrero getting a goal and Hakimi getting a goal with a Sancho assist and Thorgan right. another assist. So now that we're on that Hakimi, uh, t- uh, that you mentioned Hakimi, uh, so now he's heavily rumored to either go back to Real Madrid or because that's where he comes from, right? He's been on loan for two years, I think. What, yeah. do, you, what do you guys think he should do? Anthony, uh, I mean, at for his, I mean, depends on on him, right? So at the end of the day, it's the same thing with Sancho. If he wants to continue and make a name for Dortmund, you know, they're not uh, as premium as Real Madrid, like which is rumor rumor too. But I mean, it's all on him. I mean, he's still young. I mean, he has time to. Uh, he's still Real Madrid property, so I mean, I don't know if they can extend his loan. If he wants to do that too, he wants to return back, so. Uh, I think it's up to him in the end of the day. So before we continue, guys, guys, before yeah. we continue, didn't didn't the agent come out and say that he's going back to Real at the end of the season? I, I yeah. believe I believe so. He did. I believe but we can't always take what the agent says as you know as true fact yeah. because uh it isn't always what comes out of the player's mouth, but in in Hakimi's case, I think he's uh, made a name for himself this season. He knows he's part of Real Madrid. And I think he wants to give Carvajal a run for his money at that right-back position, man. And he Absolutely. could because Carvajal in the recent, uh, especially this season, has been pretty shaky. So I think him and his agent are aware of that. And uh, now's the time, man. Now's the time to go back, wear that Real Madrid crest and... Uh, Earned that paycheck, man. 
see if he could give uh, Carvajal a, a true run for his money and uh, steal the starting position there. I just hope that he doesn't like choke under pressure because it is as much as Dortmund is a big club, Real Madrid is just like a gigantic club to play for, and uh, you don't want you don't want something like uh, like what's his name like Jovic, something happening like that to him, you know, where he has an incredible season, comes through Real Madrid, and and just absolutely shits the bed, you know. Yeah. Grant, you know, granted, it's different positions, you know, you can get like you can get a lot, uh, you can get away with more if you're playing at a right back compared to a, like a center striker position, you know, but, uh, I mean, we'll see, we'll see, uh, you know, we'll see what's going to happen. Uh, summer, summer's around the corner. The transfers are going to be flying and, uh, we're going to see Antonio. Mm -hmm. I feel like you wanted to say something. (laughs) Yeah. I just want to say, uh, you're totally right about that one, George, even though Dortmund do have the highest average attendance or one of the highest average attendances in Europe with like 70 something thousand uh, per season per game. I mean, uh, Real Madrid have a high attendance too, but the difference is their fans aren't so sincere with the players compared to Dortmund. So if Kimi has two or three bad games in a row, forget it. They're chewing his fucking head off, man. Real Madrid's attendance has been actually actually pretty shit since Ronaldo left. You see a lot of the top area, the top bowl of the stadium empty. If you actually watch Real Madrid games, stadium is never full unless they're playing Barca or Champions League. And going back to Kimi, one last thing is uh, if I was him, like I said about Sancho, I'd stay, try to win something with Dortmund, and then leave. Alex? I think uh, for Hakimi, if he goes to Real, I think it'd be more the coach that would ruin his game more than him because the way I see it at Dortmund, they're playing him as a right wing back and yeah, that is yeah. really his preferred, preferred position. And I don't think he'd be playing that at Real, which might affect his, his game and his performances, but we'll see. I, that's just my take is just that I see that at Dortmund, he's, he's really playing where he wants to, where he can, he can run up and down. He can do the crosses. He can make the plays. Uh, you yes, can see more liberty at Dortmund, you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Like, he just but, has that free-flow game, and he's scoring a lot more. And you know players, they love to score goals, and that, yeah. that ups their confidence too. And I just I'm, – I'm thinking now, like, the Real uh, lineup, and I just don't see him playing that same style, and I feel like that might take away from what he's doing now. But we'll see. That's just my take. Just to just to kind of counter what you're saying, uh, like a thought just came to my head. Um I like you say that okay he would prefer to play like a right wing back rather than a right back. Right. Well, to me personally, uh, I look at Marcelo and I really don't consider him a left back because anytime they're on the offense, he's there. He's like he's carrying the right. ball in the midfield. Now, uh, is it similar to what Hakimi does? I don't know because I don't watch enough Bundesliga. But I can see it working. Hakimi, Hakimi carries the ball a lot from that yeah. uh, on the right flank. A I would, lot. I would figure. And that, he creates a lot of those overlapping uh, plays too. He, he dishes the ball and runs type of thing, you know? So. Yeah, yeah. So, so you know what? I'll add something else to what I said before is that it also matters who's at that right wing spot that he needs to, to do that those one-two touches with. To link up. It's going to matter yeah. which player's there as well in, at Real. Yeah. I don't even know if we do. We even have like a solid uh, opinion on who we, you guys think is going to be at that spot. 
honestly, I mean, man, it's up in the air right now, right? Yeah. Uh, there's so many links. Uh, right, right. You could play Isco there, Bale, if you really want to. Uh, Hazard obviously has the left wing uh, locked and loaded once he comes back. But uh, yeah, I'm saying more on, on the right side just to see um, who's going to make plays with Hakimi on that side. Well, could you see Hakimi playing right wing or even left wing sometimes? He has mm-hmm. played it for Dortmund. So. We'll see. We'll see. You never know what they're going to do with him. I, honestly, yeah. he, he could do anything, <clears throat> which is why I love him so much. And he's one of my yeah. favorite players at the moment. Uh, and uh, I can't wait to see uh, where his career takes him. Honestly, with Vinicius and Rodrigo there, pff, all kinds of options. You got to play Hakimi in the back. You can't. Uh, you yeah. can't take a position away from one of those players, young yeah. talents. Yeah. Anyways, now, uh, I don't know if you want to add anything more to Dortmund. Yeah. Well, I was gonna. I was gonna move on and say uh, they shut out Wolfsburg 2-0. Uh, yeah. Good, uh, good, solid win. And I was going to lead up and say that their next big game is the team that we previously talked about, Bayern Munich against Borussia Dortmund tomorrow. Yeah. Guys, any predictions on that? Who? Uh... Oof. Oh man. Does anyone know where they're playing? I think yeah, they're playing Dortmund. In, uh... in Dortmund, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, I guess with no fans, but uh, I mean, it, it kind matter. of matters. It's another empty stadium. <laughs> To be honest, I think it's going to end as a tie game. It's going to be 2-2. That's my prediction. Tie game? Oh, my God. That's a bold prediction. 2-2. Um, yeah, I definitely think we're going to see some goals, but we have seen Dortmund's uh, shaky defense in the past. Uh, even though they've been looking very solid coming back from uh, the COVID uh, situation, Goals 4-0 uh, against. Exactly. So, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. Well, it's it's going to be big. tough to stop that Bayern Munich offense, though, honestly. Yeah. They just blitz the offense. Mm-hmm. Diso, what do you think? I think it's going to be tough to stop the Dortmund offense, too. So, I think it's going to... I mean, I always go neutral. I always end up uh, choosing a tie game. So, I think it's yeah. going to be 2-2. Oh, okay. uh, you guys yeah. are boring. <laughs> I'm gonna so, go. Uh... Yeah. Oh, Alex cut oh, out. That's a nice screenshot there. <laughs> <laughs> I I really hope, just for the sake of the league, that uh, Dortmund gets the win and makes it nice Ooh. and saucy. Okay. Alex, you cut off there for a second. Uh, what were you yeah, saying? sorry. It's uh, I was gonna say two-one Bayern. Oh yeah. So Not you bad. think they're gonna do like other years and just uh, take the league from here? I think right now they're just. I think they just have like their team is just working too good right now, mm-hmm. and uh, everyone's clicking. I I don't see it. I don't see Dortmund taking the win over them. As great as they're playing as well, uh, they're both coming off uh, strong wins. But I just feel like Bayern yeah. is just that much, just a, a touch more stronger, and I feel like they're going to edge them out with a two-one win. I, I I can't help but agree with you, Alex. Honestly, I'm I'm just saying I want to see Dortmund win just for that, you know, like I said, to to create chaos in the league, mm-hmm. and it could be anybody's game after that because if Bayern gets the win, man, it's looking like uh, Munich is going to be the run away with this again. Yeah. So if 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 Dortmund were to win, they would close the uh, the gap 
between first and second, obviously between Bayern, uh, by one point. So Bayern would still be in first place, but with one point ahead of them, which is pretty... How amazing does that sound, though? Yeah. 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 yeah you know? Also, another thing to add is that um, Jaden Sancho didn't play le- this game. And it's something that I wanted to bring up. Uh, obviously, do you guys think he's going to start? He's playing. He's playing. And, well, no, I, he subbed on, I think. Did he? <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, he got an assist. Oh, fuck, it's true. I'm so sorry. To Guerrero's goal. goal. Hakimi's goal. Ah, Hakimi, my bad. Oh, you're right. Does anybody know the reason for that, or it was just whatever? I would would assume it's fitness because of COVID. Uh, That's my prediction, I guess. Yeah, Yeah, because he didn't start. uh, He came off the bench the first game as well. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Anyways, moving along. Uh, any other fixtures that you yeah. guys want to talk about? Go ahead. I know. I know what you're gonna say. Go right ahead. Oh, even before this game. Go ahead. Bayern Leverkusen beating Munch and Gladbach with Kai Havertz getting another yes. brace. That's four goals in two weeks. So Kai transfer Havertz. rumors. Transfer rumors at this summer. Where is he going, boys? Is he going to Liverpool? No, no. Oh, yeah. He's coming right here, baby. Oh, Barcelona. No. no, he's not. No, no. He's the not. mejor scudero in el mundo. <laughs> right here, baby. <laughs> but yeah, they got a nice win against Macha Globek. Not much to say. Kai Havertz tearing ass again. And the last team I want to talk about is Leipzig with Timo Time Warner getting a nice little hat trick. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, He's five so nothing sick. went against Mainz. I know it's I know it's a crap team. Sorry, Mainz fans, if you're listening. <laughs> Bro, I think you <laughs> said that last time. I swear to God. <laughs> hey, if, oh, I, God. if I upset a Mainz fan, let me tell you something. We don't have right. Mainz fans Wait. listening. Okay, get on with what oh you're saying. Oh my God, go. yo, Tom, I'm not even a word of a lie. I'm pretty sure you said the same exact thing the last time <laughs> Leipzig beat Mainz. Eight, no. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. It's. Uh, I think it's his Timo brain Warner. just rewires him to say the same exact thing. <laughs> they just, yeah, they just, real, they just see blood. When Not much to so, Timo Warner. So, so on aggregate, Leipzig beat Mines this season with the two games thirteen nil. How disgusting is that? They don't disgusting. have an answer. They I really mean, don't. Terrible. I mean, Leipzig has been uh, has been on a tear. Okay, so speaking of Leipzig, Timo Werner is he leaving in the summer, guys? Yep. Yes. Uh, probably. Hell to so. the yes. Liverpool. And I'm sticking with Liverpool. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Now you're going to be more like Liverpool as time goes on. Honestly. Germany. Ooh, <laughs> bold statement there. Why do you think he's coming to yeah. Juve? Or are you just talking shit? A bit of both. I mean, I'm 100% talking shit. I, I saw one rumor about it, but because I'm gonna, I was gonna mention it a bit later during our transfer rumor session. But because of Higuain, 99.9% chance him leaving. We're in need of a striker, right? So where's the uh, link to? The two. Besides Liverpool, I, I saw one rumor about Juve too, but I don't know. Um, no, I mean Higuain. Where's the link to? I didn't see anything. Uh, I was gonna, I was gonna discuss it, but he's linked to uh, DC United. Get out of here. To play with his brother. Oh, 
yeah, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Isn't yeah, his yeah. brother with uh, yeah. Philly? No, I was gonna, yeah. I was gonna get, I was gonna get into it more when we get there. But yeah, like uh, even Douglas Costa too. Like apparently they're saying like he has like one last chance now. If one city yeah, does start, hopefully in June to impress uh, Sadi too. So even Douglas Costa is on uh, is on a tight rope with Sadi apparently also because he's been inconsistent. It's been a huge problem with Juve. So yeah, yeah. I think I think Timo would be huge uh, for us for sure. All right, Timo on any yeah. team would be huge. This kid on any team would be huge, man. But, but then we're not honestly he's not needed on Liverpool, but why? If, like said, if, uh, if you guys are getting rid of Iguain, man, uh, Timo's uh, top candidate. Yeah. Run after him. Okay, so since we are here, I guess we can wrap up Bundesliga, and I guess we can start talking about the transfer rumors. Unless you guys wanted to talk about something else. I, I mean, because we are here. Anthony, uh, maybe you want to go more in detail of what's happening with Juventus? At the moment, that you're saying... Uh, Transfer rumors. Transfer rumors with the club. I know the club has returned to uh, training uh, this week. Yeah, for transfer rumors, there's not much from what I've seen. I've, the one that I've seen was the Timo one, uh, which, by the way, just when you thought he was out on the scoring lead, he's right back in with that hat-trick fight. There you go. Yeah. Three goals behind Lua. Um, no, but besides that, I mean, they're starting to train a bit along with every other team. Um, I'm not too sure if you wanted me to go into more detail about the Higuain situation. Go right yes. ahead. I want, I'm very curious to hear about this. So basically, uh, I mean, it's, it's very in its uh, early, early stages, like barely any. But there's been rumors about him going to D.C. to play with his brother Federico. Um I mean, it's obviously that they're down to play together. The last time they played together was uh, River Plate in, like, 2004, 2007 area. Um, which I find it makes more sense for them to go back to Argentina since their mom is battling cancer, apparently. Um, okay. As for the score that I was seeing before. And and it's pretty ironic, too. I, hadn't, I didn't know this, that their third brother is actually both their agents. His name is Nicola. And he's an agent for both of them. <laughs> Yo, that's nuts. <laughs> crazy. All in the family. So if anything, he could make it happen. Yeah, 100%. Oh, alrighty. I mean, you can still play. He's 32, Higua. So Gonzalo's 32. So he still has uh, some, at least another three decent years left. He can still put the ball in the net. Uh-huh. Do you, do you think it's a little early to go to the MLS, though, for him? Or do you think he's done done from Europe? I think he's done done from Europe. I think he's. I think it's it'd be a perfect time to go to MLS for him. He can still compete and say yeah if he wants to. Uh, even with his uh, heavy torso, the guy still moves his leg pretty fast for a little husky guy. Um, but the thing is though, like now with the pandemic, I think it's gonna be a bit hard for DC to come up with the money at a, at a transfer fee at Juve standards. But Juve can be a good guys and let him go for free, which I think they might do because of how much he's done for. Uh, Juve in the past, in the last few years. And if he really, really wants to go play with his brother that bad, I don't think they're gonna, Agnelli and company are gonna let him, uh, let it be a huge thing where they're gonna have to force a massive transfer fee for him, you know. But let me just uh, touch up on that in terms of um, DC United. Uh, every club in MLS gets financial support from the MLS. Uh, it's it's a totally different structure compared to traditional European football. Whereas 
MLS is like the rest of North American sports, as in the money gets collected from the teams, gets given to the MLS, and then the MLS evenly dr- distributes it to the to to, to the, the cl- 24 teams. To the clubs, yeah. So whenever... Uh, this is why I really want Vasily on the podcast for at least one episode to explain <laughs> all this shit, because MLS financials is so complicated, it's crazy. So from my understanding, whenever a deal goes through for a club, an MLS club to purchase a uh, a player, they get financial aid from MLS. So I don't think they should worry too much about a fee for Iguain there. That's all I, I wanted to say about that. But uh, yeah, if uh, Juve could give it away, give give him away for free, then all the better for MLS, right? Yeah. And DC United. And there you and, go. Uh, I think there was also one more rumor that I saw that uh, there was fucking talks with Juve doing a Jorginho Pjanic swap. It was about uh, 10 days ago I saw that score report. So, uh, because of Jorginho's history with Sadi and all that, and it's like, I don't, I don't see that happening, to be honest with you. And Pjanic, as much as I like Jorginho a lot, Pjanic is miles over him, even though he's not showing it this season. But we all know what Pjanic is capable of. And he's not I, think, uh, I think Pjanic is almost a done deal uh, for Barcelona. We're just... Uh... They're just finalizing the details. Uh, like the past couple of weeks now, uh, I've been seeing different rumors uh, for what Juve wants for Pjanic. So it started off seemingly little. So this was the original deal for for uh, for Pjanic. So uh, Barcelona was going to give up Semedo. And in return, Juve was going to give Pjanic the Chilio and 25 mil. And with that 25 mil, Barca were going to use 20 mil to port, to purchase uh, Serginho Dest from um, from uh, Ajax. Ajax. Yeah, Ajax. He's a yeah. right back. Um, he's, he's American, now, right? Yeah, he's an American uh, Dutchman. Uh, but now I'm seeing for Pjanic that they want a lot more because probably, like you said, uh, now Chelsea came in, sparked an interest. And now they're seeing that Pjanic is probably worth a lot more than what they realized. So they kind of pulled out of that deal. And I don't know. They're asking for uh, for much more now for Pjanic, Juve. I don't know what you've seen on your end there, Ant, but it's crazy. Yeah, and for in, de- in, in detail, I haven't seen anything really come up in fruition. Like you said, I saw that rumor first. But then DiMarzio said that they're not going to accept anything if Arthur's not a part of it. Yeah, and that's another thing. So they went to Arthur. They're like, listen, buddy, uh, the transfer is almost done. We just need to put you in the deal. And he's like, no, no, I'm staying put in Barcelona. Barca is my club. I don't want to move to Italy. So then they got stuck over there. And it's just a big mess now. Fucking <laughs> Arthur. Every day when you're walking. Walking down the street. Down the street. Yeah, let's sing it. <laughs> Oh, you but guys! Something wrong with this rule. You guys, okay. Any other uh, uh, so, so big Serie A uh, transfer rumors? I know, I know that PSG are trying to finalize the deal for Icardi for around sixty mil. What do you guys yeah. think about that one? What do you guys think? Is it, I, I mean, to be honest with you, I thought they already had purchased him. I don't know. I was just under the assumption, 
but uh yo i swear to god me too i thought they purchased them already so no. i guess it was just a loan deal with like a, a guarantee loan. of yeah. purchase or whatever yeah mm-hmm. just for no, that uh, yo I, icardi has been killing it this season so uh, it's money uh, well earned and uh honestly 60 good. mil isn't that bad of a deal for him considering the numbers he put up in uh in psg this season absolutely yeah, yeah. And for City, yeah. especially since Cavani's probably gonna dip, right? So that's it. Yeah, that's a, gar- that's a guaranteed out. leave right there. So uh, yeah, exactly. It's a pretty much a guarantee he's gonna dip, and uh, he was about to in January. Yeah. Um, despite Icardi having a psychotic wife as an agent, um, PSG should just do it. I mean, if they can manage to control him, I mean, it's not really him the problem; it's more her. But uh, him too has a bit of an attitude problem, so. So, uh, so uh, just for uh, Icardi's stats, quick, quick, in Liga in this season, in 20 games, uh, he had 12 goals and three assists, which isn't that bad, considering, uh, you know, you have uh, Mbappe, the goal-scoring machine, next to you. And, oh, he, was tra- also and he was moving league, in right? and out of the position with Icardi, right? Uh, with uh, Cavani. He was sharing the position with Cavani, so. Yeah. Not bad Alex- at all. Alex, what were you going to say? No, I was just saying that it, it was also a new league for him. So for me to see that those stats, it tells me a lot about his game uh, yeah. and why Cavani didn't get many of the starts once once Icardi came in. And uh, what I wanted to mention too, like as per Romano's, Fabrizio Romano's tweet, he was mentioning that the buyback option set in the last summer was $70 million to be paid within May. We're May 25th today. <laughs> Five so, more days. Fuck. That Let's 70 mils looking steep. Yeah, but yeah. I wonder if they, they, they kind of fixed that deal maybe because of COVID. I'm sure COVID had something to do with maybe extending that a bit. Probably. Who knows? All right. Antonio. Uh, hold on. Yeah, yeah just um, one more uh, thing about Juve. I just saw today uh, from transfermarket.com that uh, apparently they want uh, Ousmane Dembélé on loan, and they, that might be part of the Pjanic deal too. So um, Juventus are really interested in in uh, purchasing Dembélé, but they don't want to make the investment right away this season, and they would rather pay for a loan, so let's say a couple of mil to loan him this season, test him out, see what he's really like in the locker room, his fitness, on the pitch, and see if he's worth such a massive investment for Make, 2021. So, it's a good strategy. It, it's, a, yeah. it's a super good strategy. Uh, not, if, if I'm any team looking at Dembele, that's what I'm going for. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? I would not invest right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Especially since he's a lemon, that guy. And yeah. uh, speaking of other lemons, uh, Joao Felix. Getting hurt yeah. again. Can <laughs> we really consider him a lemon yet? Lemon alert! Lemon alert! Yeah. You guys Looking are considering right him a lemon already. Bro, right now he's right. When you put the lemon in that squeezing thing, bro, he's right at the beginning of the juice <laughs> coming out of it, bro. <laughs> That's what he's at right now. Back to back injuries like that. I have to Christ. find the name of that lemon squeezer, bro. Oh my god. Lemon juice squeezer. Isn't that called yeah? Isn't it is lemon it juicer? Lemon juicer? Isn't it a lemon juicer? 
You're a yeah, loser. You're all idiots. How's that sound? <laughs> all right. Um, and hold on. There's other, There's another lemon alert, George. Did you forget? Who? Marco Royce. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, him too. Uh, he's been he's good, though, lately. Once again. He's... He, when you search up what a lemon is in the dictionary, a picture of his face pops yeah. up, bro. This guy's been consistently injured for four years now. In, yeah. in that bright yellow Borussia Dortmund jersey, bro. <laughs> yeah. With that blonde hair. Honestly, it's so unfortunate, man. He, This guy is one of the most gifted soccer players ever. I love him. Yeah, it's unfortunate, but fuck, man. Yeah, I hate to see it because, honestly, he's like... No joke, uh, a fun player to watch. Let's yep. just say that. Yeah, he definitely is. All right, Antonio, I've been wanting to ask you the ask you this question for the past like five minutes or so. What do you want, man? Just listen. All right. So three days ago, the score made a headline saying that buyer won't exercise the 120 mil option to buy Barcelona's Coutinho. So where the fuck does that leave Coutinho? I wouldn't exercise that option either. They're barely playing him. Goretzka totally took his position over. Yeah. You have Kimmich and uh, Thiago as CDMs bossing the midfield, deep midfield. And then you have Goretzka just playing behind Lewandowski, uh, creating so many plays and finishing. So, buddy, uh, for me, honestly, if we don't go for another center attacking midfield, and if we don't land a guy like Kai Havertz, and if we can't get decent money back for continue for uh, Coutinho, keep him on the team and and test him out in the midfield with uh, with the players we have now and the players we're gonna get this summer. That's what I would do. Honestly, I you invested that much money in him, fucking put Use him on it. the pitch. Yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah. Okay. And uh, what's his name? Kike Setien did express it so many times that uh, he really wants to continue on his team. So, Really? Yeah. Mm. So that's what I would do. Interesting. And just one more thing coming out of Italy. Um, Lautaro Martinez to Barcelona is like, like I mentioned a couple of weeks ago uh, in another podcast, uh, almost a done deal. It's looking like it's going to be 60 million euros plus two players. That was the latest uh, rumor I saw. Um, and Inter looking to make a player move. So they're looking at Umtiti, Vidal. Those are the two uh, prestigious names on their radar. So, um, it, Is it worth it, though? For Lautaro? I mean, Umtiti, he's been uh, getting injured. Lemon. And Vidal is, uh, is coming he's to the, the end of his career, you know. So That's it. Yeah. Yeah, for he, me, if a... I'm only giving up 60 million plus two uh, depth players, yeah, I would definitely do that instead of paying uh, whatever 120 mil for whatever they were asking last year. Yeah. All right, guys. Are, is there any other transfer rumors that you wanted to uh, mention? Maybe. Yeah. yeah um, Kotze is to leave uh, Dortmund at the end of the season. Where do you guys think he's going to go? Alex? For free. For free. Uh, uh, yeah, probably for free somewhere. But uh, honestly, I can't tell you. I just hope that it's at a, at a smaller team where we can hopefully see him become a leader on the pitch. 
and uh, maybe see some of his old skills like we used to. Well, like you guys mentioned, he's only 27, right? So yeah, just he's needs turned... a, a spark under his ass again. You see yeah. him under Mourinho? And hit the mm. treadmill. Don't you dare. No, I, don't, I don't think so. Don't you dare. I don't know. I see him on... Uh, I, I mean, I don't want him. Good fit. I see him no, on I'm, just, I'm just busting his, yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Newcastle, bro. Newcastle. <laughs> I, I mean, it's possible, uh, but fuck. If I I'm think, him, I'm staying in Germany, man. Yeah. I think that's his best bet. If he goes to, like, I don't He's know. Another German team. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, or, like, Mönchengladbach. Or, he goes I don't back know. to Bayern. <laughs> Just goes back and forth from teams. Yeah. <laughs> back to back to back. I don't think back so. Back to back to back. I don't think so. All right, Alex, uh, do you want to tell us what Maurizio Procicino... Well, there's one more... Uh, oh, my God, you guys! <laughs> one more transfer. There's Joshua King, obviously, and you should be excited about that because he's looking... Not he's looking, but they're looking uh, to get him to Chelsea, which I think he should. I think uh, it would be honestly great... For Chelsea, because I don't know who else you guys were planning on signing. I don't know if there's any rumors for that, but other than well, Sancho. They, they extended uh, Giroud's contract. That was a great move. I mean... Uh, uh, probably I, fine, but Because uh, right now, because United failed to sign him in January. They offered 20 mil and they got rejected. Okay. Stupid. Uh, and they signed Igalo instead on loan. So, oh, which by the way... Igalo's uh, contract is expiring and he's going back to China. <laughs> oh, it's legit. It was stupidities, man. It was really a waste. Yeah, it's, um, he's and, yeah, he's literally uh, uh, end of the month. He's going back to China. And the reason why he's, he's what makes him an attractive player right now because he's in his prime years. He's 28. We all know how clinical he is in the box. Yeah. All time, all time for Dorman, we for Dorman, for Bournemouth, we see him on the on the on the score sheet. <laughs> yep. And uh, also, it's his ability to play as well, uh, striker and out wide, which a lot of coaches like that a lot. So, uh, that flexibility is important. But other than that, I have no other transfer numbers for you. Uh, yeah, actually, uh, just something popped in my head. My this bad. Try, man. Um, Triore from uh, Wolverhampton. Manchester United is looking into investing in him. 60 million euros, man. 60 mil. Adama Traore. What do you guys think of that? A good fit for United? I I heard Liverpool were looking to, to get him too. I don't know. Yeah, he's in a lot of teams' radar. But the latest transfer, I'm saying, is United. And since uh, we don't talk much about United, I, I need to throw them a bone here. <laughs> because I don't, know. Uh, I, don't, I don't think it's the, the greatest fit at United. I think he's, he's really good at Wolverhampton. And Wolverhampton is only, is only getting bigger as a club. And yeah. I feel like he could be their face if he stays there. So I think, especially if Jimenez is, is, it might leave as well this summer, I think he should stay and really just keep the team going. Because I, I, don't, I can't see him in another team. Because I don't think they're going to play him the way Wolverhampton is playing him. No. The problem so my... with... Yeah. The, the, the problem with uh, players being loyal to their teams nowadays is that when you slap such a massive salary in front of the player's face, 
And uh, for Wolverhampton's case, uh, if uh, Man United comes with a uh, 15% salary increase, they, they can't match that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah. plus, they're going to get $60 million for him, which is huge for Wolverhampton. Absolutely huge. Yeah. If they manage to get that much. So, I don't know, man. I just don't see him staying if there's that much money on the table. I don't see it happening. Yeah, but look at it from Man U's perspective. Like, why would you go after him? If you're going to splash $60 million, like, go for somebody that's even more established. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's just my that's just my opinion. Uh, Honestly, uh, for me, if I'm looking at it in Manchester United's perspective, it's the safer bet to go with uh, Adama. The guy's a monster. Yeah. Phys- like physicality, like physically, just an absolute beast. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, plenty of experience playing in the Premier League, mm-hmm. right? And he freaking manhandled man city both games this season if i if if memory serves me right i'm just trying to like give if you memory a, serves me right you're also an asshole but just okay, okay, i'm just trying but to remember I mean, and he has a crazy shot I'm, I'm just trying to i'm just trying to state the facts here so like for yeah yeah, for, yeah no for sure for for man U, I think it's a safe bet you know uh he can play right back he can play right wing he you know he's a versatile player he's uh he i don't know play right back I'm pretty sure he can. Yeah, he nah, played him uh, right wing back. Uh, yeah, right games. wing back is different from right back, though. Mm-hmm. But you know what? But you know what? It's a different game you're playing. For sure, but uh, maybe maybe uh, United can play a, a different system. Or, or hey, they look what they no, did with uh, no Valencia. Look, look what they did with Valencia. They took him from a midfield uh, position and adapted him to uh, right back. So now, first of all, man, you already have one Bissaka. Who is their right back? So oh, yeah. exactly, exactly. Yeah. Who's established and who actually does good for them? Yeah. So if anything, this whole conversation was for nothing. No, it's not that. I mean, I'm just. I, I was just trying to make a point that yeah, he yeah. can defend. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I would. I would like to have him on my team. He's a beast. But for six million. Yeah. I think he's a safe bet. I mean, we all know what you're getting out of him, right? So I think they would be really smart to go after him. For sure. But. I don't know how smart they are in the upper management in the United. So they're not uh, at all. <laughs> choice of players <laughs> lately. Other all right. Then it was good. Okay, so I think with that we could finally conclude the transfer. <laughs> 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 no, but this is good though. This is what's exciting about football. The buzz starts. <gasps> the, <laughs> the buzz starts right before the summer. Uh, and it usually starts right before uh, the summer tur- tournament that we were supposed to have. Mm-hmm. But due to this current situation of COVID, COVID. it's not it's it's not uh, it's not uh, it's not the uh, it's not going the way usually. But anyways. Um, OK, so, Alex, run yeah. it through me. Tell me what you tell me what Pochettino said. So the I was on I was on Twitter like two, three days ago and uh, I saw that uh, Pochettino was getting interviewed. And he was asked, who are his top three uh, Premier League players at the moment? So he said, Kevin De Bruyne. He said, Sergio Aguero. And he said, uh, Roberto Firmino. So I, I was thinking about it. And then I, as you saw, we had a, a little debate in our Instagram uh, group chat. And I was thinking that we should bring it on to here. So I think we should each go around, not only give our, uh, our, our top threes at the moment, but to maybe just kind of 
comment on his top threes and why you think that maybe he picked those guys. All right, so go for it, Alex. Who's your yep. top I'm going to go first? Yeah, yeah I'm going to go ahead. first. So I, I completely agree with his top three, and I'm going to literally copy-paste it. It's For mine, it's the same thing. Uh, I'm going to go with Aguero, De Bruyne, and uh, Firmino. Uh, De Bruyne is De Bruyne. That's literally my comment, and I think you all know why. Uh, Aguero, simply because even after all these years of playing in, in the Premier League, he still comes up clutch. He's still proving that he's world-class at this stage at uh, this stage in his career. So for me, he earns that spot. And Firmino has just solidified himself as the most, in my opinion, um, the most important Liverpool player at the moment, just because of what he brings to the table and what he brings to the team and how he makes everybody click. That's just my opinion. But I do, I do want to pump Anthony's tires a bit here because what I did was I did some research in the last uh, two, three years for Liverpool's sake. As my my point was that Firmino was the one who was really bringing in the the team in terms of uh, results. But what I found out is Anthony's third player, which he's going to tell you after, Sadio Mane, is it's actually Mane who every time he was on the pitch, the results were there more than when Firmino was on the pitch and Mane was the one out. So I just wanted to kind of throw that. uh, Maybe we can even uh, bounce off Anthony right now and we can go for there. Uh, yeah, that was well said. Uh, Kevin De Bruyne, there's no comment, there's no debate. He's the best player in the Premier League right now. Um, Aguero is obviously sensational. I mean, there's no uh, wrong selection with Bobby Firmino. He's, like you mentioned, I want to bring that up too. He's very good all around. He brings all around abilities to hold those uh, that front three together. He's very integral for that front three. For me, it's Sadio Mane is just... I've started to become a fanboy of him the last fucking six months, bro. Um, he's just, the way he runs now, like, he, he's just, every year, he just gets better and better. And now the way he runs, it's very Ronaldo, very Hazard-esque, you know, the way he dribbles the ball now. And it's, I'm, no fear. I'm just falling in love with him, bro. It's just the way he, his speed and his dribbling ability right now, is, it's amazing to watch. So just raw talent right now, he's, he's just unreal right now. Uh, this is the prime years of, of his career, and I don't think he's. I mean, if he gets better than this, I mean, I don't know. It's gonna be. Well, a, his shot, his shot can get better. Yeah. As That's the one comment I have on Sadio is his shot. That's it. Yeah. Well. Tommy. I agree with everything. Yeah. No, that's it. That, that's, I agree with Pochettino on that one. Uh, De Bruyne again, no comment. And then after, he had, to, he had to call for his Paisan Aguero, which obviously deserves that spot. The guy's been clinical his whole career. And I put Firmino. Just I find the way he is on the, the, way he's on the pitch, whenever they need a goal, it always comes through Bobby or an, a, a good assist from him, a good run. So, yeah, I agree with his top three. I wouldn't change anything. All right. Antonio? Antonio? Um... I'm definitely going to shake the tree over here and totally change up the top three. Do it. Um, KDB, 100% in any league, any fucking international team is going to be the MVP. Uh, KDB is one of the best players in the world right now at this moment, especially. But he has been for the past five years minimum, even uh, when he was in uh, Wolfsburg. Um, so he's staying there 100%. 
the next one I would change is uh, Mane for for uh, for Bobby. Uh, I 100% agree with you what you guys are saying. He's Firmino is an all-around player, and he definitely makes Mane and Salah much better by distracting defenders and dishing out the necessary balls, and they just work well as a unit. But the reason why I want to put Mane over Bobby, and it's just a tad over, it's nothing like, it's like maybe 2% over Bobby, is because, don't forget, Bobby was there before Mane and Salah, and they weren't really, Liverpool weren't top, top, top as they are now. Yeah, they weren't meshing well. As soon as Mane came into play, with Salah, of course, Salah is a close one too in my books. But Mane is my number one out of all three of them because, like Paradiso touched on before, his speed, his aggressiveness towards defenders, his uh, dribbling, his shooting, I would have to disagree with you, Alex, even though, yeah, his finishing isn't, you know... I, I No, I'm sorry. He puts them in back of the net. Even though there's some... I understand where you're coming from. There's some balls where they should have been in back of the net, but you could say that with every top striker, right? Uh, for me, it's Mane... He's not a striker, though. Ah, he's a forward. Sorry. Let me, let me move okay. that there. Winger forward. Uh, Mane. He's just unbelievable. And I love those types of flamboyant players where they come run at defenders. I just love those types of players. Right. And I'm going to change Aguero for uh, for Kane. Because Kane... I didn't want to say it because I'd get roasted. No, 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 no. And there's on my earphones. Hold on, hold on. Time out. Explain yourself, Antonio, because I need to hear yeah, this. Yeah, listen, hear me out, hear me out. So Aguero... Top finisher, one of the best PL finishers of all time. He's been doing it for years. But I have to put Kane at the moment because every time that he's not in that Tottenham lineup, they suffer. And they suffer big time. Every every time he comes back into the lineup, bro, they're in a top four position. No problem. Yeah. No problem. He's a leader on and off the pitch in the locker room. He puts them in back of the net with his yeah. head, with his right foot, with his left foot, no matter which way. At the penalty okay, point. You're going to have his games where you're like, fuck, uh, he's, kind of, uh, he's kind of not there, you know, but that's what poachers are. But then when you have these games where he's interactive with the, with the rest of the, the play and, and moving the ball around, he's just... One of the best strikers in the world, man. So at this moment, my top three, KDB, Mane, Kane. Just because they they all bring that special necessary magic to each of and one of their teams. Yeah, I like I like that. I like that a lot. All and right. George. Okay. So I'm gonna shake the tree a little here too. Uh Tommy Abraham. <laughs> I swear oh, to God, no. bro, if you say him. Oh, no. I'm fucking <laughs> driving my car straight to your house, He's bro. He's Conte as one of them. Beno, Beno, guys. Let him speak. Let me... 
probably. Let, let me let me explain myself. Okay, hundred percent, hundred percent KDB without a doubt. Uh, I don't need to explain further. Uh, just absolutely phenomenal. I I can't remember which game it was. But he assisted this goal, and the ball that he gave, it was like a cross. I don't. I, I remember Alex like showing me, and you were like, "What the fuck did I just it watch?" Anyways, goal. it was the Jesus goal. I can't. Anyways, just absolutely unbelievable, and like Antonio said, very consistent, even uh, with Wolfsburg, and then coming into Man City, also fantastic player, best player in the Premier League, hands down. All right, second place, I'm gonna go with Mane. Uh, just because, like you guys said, he brings, uh, he like he finishes up, bro. He bring he brings he 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 closes everything together, like you said. And like, I forgot who was saying that uh, he whenever he's on the pitch, there's more happening than than Firmino. So there's that. And also, I feel like he was overlooked over everybody else, like Mo Salah and Bobby Firmino and the rest of the team. I feel like he doesn't get enough credit. So because of his work rates and whatnot and whatever, so whatever. Third place, it's a tie between Jamie Vardy and Alex and uh, Trent Alexander Arnold. Okay. Jamie, Va- I'm gonna give it to Jamie Vardy over Aguero just because he has more goals than him this year. And if you and if you ask me, Leicester have been more. Uh, more of a surprise in the Premier League than Man City. If you look at Man City, it was a disappointing season uh, this year compared mm-hmm. to compared to what uh, what Leicester did. Leicester had a fantastic season, standing in third place, I believe. And Jamie Vardy sitting with 19 goals, uh, top goal scorer ahead of Obama Yang, Salah, and and Aguero. And Trent Alexander Arnold, the guy's just a beast, bro. 12 assists. Four under KDB, and he's a right back. That should tell you something. I like that. That's very good. Yeah. So yeah, that that's that's my that's my picks. <laughs> all, all you gotta say is Aguero was one five goal game away for uh, being on top again. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but who's to who's to say that he doesn't hurt his little Argentinian toe and then uh, oh, I am I injured? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He pulls his hamstring for the twentieth time in his career. There you go. Whereas Jamie Vardy, he's smashing two espressos, a Red Bull, and a ham and cheese sandwich every fucking game, you know, and he's going there. <laughs> and a pint. And a pint at the at the end of the game, bro. And you guys are laughing because you know it's facts. Uh, I absolutely love Jamie Vardy's story. Like, if they could make a movie on one player, bro, I would love it to be Jamie Vardy. Bro, where he came up from, how he got into the Premier League, winning the Premier League, consistently scoring goals even after that uh, Premier League trophy. He's an absolute beast, man. Absolute beast. But I don't put him over Kane. Sorry, George. I, I'm only putting him over Kane because he has the goals and he hasn't been injured. If Kane wasn't and, and injured... And the trophies. <laughs> okay, yeah, but trophies, trophies is team. Trophies is team. Talk about like, goals and stats. Did, did, trophies is team. Yeah. Did Puck talk about... Uh, did he specify now? Like, I'm assuming he specified... Like, no, that's right why. I, I was specifying more now. That's why I was a little taken back by the Kane third place. But it makes sense, I guess. In the last two, three seasons, it makes sense. For this season... I give you my reasoning. That's fine. I'm just saying. I'm giving my thought. 
That's it. Everyone, everyone's uh, entitled to their opinion, and uh, you know that's Bro, it. I hope we get backlash for our picks. Come at me. Come at me. I'm <laughs> ready. You know, should be number one. I'm on ready. Oh, Wakanda I just, forever. I why I just realized why we're gonna get backlash for our picks because we didn't have Anthony Martial at number one. Oh, that's why. My. This is why we were we're not yeah. we're gonna get backlash. Hundred yeah. percent. <laughs> yep. Or Bruno, because you know Bruno's uh ah, Bruno Bruno's a real Bruno uh, is real solid. I, I he's a but real one. Anthony Marshall is the real number one. He's right here. Elite. Look at the oh, stats. No. Do your homework. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the real no the real one is McTominay, bro. That's the real center mid right there. Oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> bro, everyone who's a Manchester started. United fan. Is not listening to this podcast anymore. <laughs> Get it, bro? Already they were ripping us. Oh, you guys never talk about United. There's Why nothing you talk to talk about. about. There's nothing. Marcia, <sighs> trash. Second division player. <laughs> I'm dead. I'm fucking dead. Don't take I, that second division comment too literally. I'm just busting balls. But, I apologize on behalf. Of nobody. <laughs> uh, it's all fun and games. Uh, do we have a bit more time to talk about uh, what Michael Ballack said concerning his uh, comments, or should we save that for another time? Michael Ballack. No, I'm done. I'm, let's do it all here. Yeah. All right. Uh, I don't know exactly what he said word for word. If, if anybody has it, that'd be great. I mean, you yeah, could just it. kind of, you could just say that basically he 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 believes that. Van Dyke is a bit overrated because um, he's not playing in, in the same at the same time as the Van Persies and uh, I forgot which other Lamp- player the drug buzz Lampard you have to mention the names that's why because the names yeah, are- I got it right here I got it right here all right and I'm gonna do like on uh, TSN and I quote Van <laughs> And I quote, Virgil van Dijk is very lucky to play in an era where there is no Drogba, Lampard, Shearer, Henri, Rooney, Van Persie, Tevez, Adebayor, and Diego Costa in the Premier League. No wonder they think he is the best defender in the league. And end quote. (laughs) Um, That's that's ridiculous. Adebayor he threw in there. Hell yeah. Easy? Hell yeah. Get the fuck out of here, bro. Yo, Adebayor nah, was a clutch yo, player, I'm telling you, you forget Adebayor was sick. I mean... Should yeah, be named on that list, but he was sick. You can't say those comments because you don't know how Van Dyke would have responded with those guys next to him. How do you know that he wasn't going to eat unfair, them up? Yeah, it's an unfair comment to make, bro. It's, it's an unfair uh, comment, absolutely. They're all... He has to deal players. with the likes of Jamie Vardy, Harry Kane, fucking uh, Aguero, KDB... Yeah. KDB is one of the best Premier League players, midfielders. I, I play in at least the past decade, bro. Okay, like, if I could, no if, I, if I could say something uh, off the top of my head, those play, the the list of players that he said were all very physically dominant, pure strikers in the PL. Yeah, right? and Hall of Famers, man. Yeah. So it's unjust. Where, it's like a... where, whereas if you're comparing to strikers now, it's not the same style of play. 
You know what I mean? Like uh, Jamie Vardy, he's not a physical. Well, he's he's not a physical he guy. Look, he, he's a look strap, at the way he, he plays. He still though. shrugs people off the ball, man. Yeah. But Absolutely. but he's most but he's mostly known for his pace. You yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Percent. Yeah. I know what you're getting at. I know what you're getting at. Now it's yeah. a lot more speed and not as aggressive as it was back then. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, but if you look way, at the way he is, exactly. I know where you're gonna get at. The way he's built, bro, as a fridge. I don't see him having a problem shrugging uh, some players off, bro. He shrugged fucking. We see him shrug all kinds of massive players too. Adama. Uh, Adama, right? So uh, I don't see him having a problem shrugging drug off. Oh, I don't know, man. I've heard. I've heard some. Uh, who was it? It was PK. PK said it himself. One of the uh, one of the the um, the most difficult players to defend. He said it himself. Was Drogba, him and another player too. Yeah, but yeah, hold Drogba on. Was, Has PK ever been as fast as Van Dyke or as strong? PK is um, very fast, bro. Look at him sprint against Ronaldo when he in his younger I've days. S- I've seen. Yes, I've, I've seen <laughs> that. Thing. Yes, yes. That, um, <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, I think it's very unfair to make these comments towards Van Dyke because whether he's playing in 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 uh, today's game or 15 years ago, with his stature, with his IQ, the way he sees the game, the way he control his controls his back uh, four, it's rare that you see that in defenders, especially nowadays. Yeah. So for me. I don't feel that he's overrated at all, at all, at all. I think his accolades are are justified. Uh, and I still yeah. think he would have succeeded. Alex's comments were just unfair for me. Yeah, yeah. He still would have succeeded in that time. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I don't. Maybe I wouldn't say overrated. Maybe just overhyped because Liverpool are. Um, I don't know. I just I don't know. I'm not sure. Hey, okay, George. Let All me right. put it into this perspective for you. Shoot. As soon as as soon as they got Van Dyke, what happened to Liverpool? They lost. They sky they skyrocketed. <laughs> they skyrocketed. So they lost. I'll have to say bro. that, bro. Allison too. Bro, Van Dyke, Van Dyke. Van Dyke, they got a goalie finally. Listen, Van Dyke didn't save that ball from going in the net when Carrius uh, decided to throw it at Benzema, right? So Yeah, but yeah. you can't blame Van Dyke for that though. Well, he's the best defender in the world. He's supposed to Hey, man. Come on. George wants Van Dyke to throw on the gloves and do a save from uh, 20 meters out. No, no, no. He wants Van Dyke to he, fucking go to Stamford Bridge. That's what he wants. Yeah, right. I don't want that. Fl- I don't want that, that flying that. Dutchman. <laughs> bro, he came wish you had him, second, bro. Behind, yeah, he came exactly. second behind Messi for Ballon d'Or, bro, so. Yeah, 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 I know. I'm just fucking talking shit, you know. It's all fun and games. Yeah, it's all fun and games. It's all fun and games until <laughs> someone gets cracked. Cracked. <laughs> all right, so uh, I guess that's it for today's episode. I guess so. Um, uh, or unless, Diesel, you got something else? What, another chat room? Or? No. I want to mention, I mean... I don't know what your thoughts about uh, a few things. One, we should, we should mention Adiriz announces his retirement. Yeah. Amazing career for him. Obviously, uh-huh. there's not much to say about him. You guys watch soccer you know how amazing Ad- he is. Adiriz. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the 
The guy who uh, scored a fucking scissor kick against us in the opening, uh, in the opening season opener. Ball. That was amazing. Wasn't that his that last amazing. goal Came in his career? Bench. No, I'm pretty sure he got other ones. Fuck, uh, the season. I, I, I swear, I think I read somewhere that, that was the last goal of his career. And that's I why he only scored one goal this season. Let me see this. I could be wrong, but check for the La Liga specifically, I think. Yeah, go, go check. But I mean, like, like, like I mentioned, he had an amazing career. So happy retirement for him. Absolutely. Golo Kante, uh, not down to play for the rest of the season. Uh, but there's, there's a good reason for it, though. Of course. Yeah. I don't blame him. He's not, yeah. uh, he's not down to risk, to risk it and, uh, and be susceptible to the virus. Yeah. So, you, I mean, uh, you should talk about uh, Dini also if uh, you're going to talk about Kante. That's a crazy story for everyone who doesn't know. I saw the headline, but I didn't go in. I didn't read it in detail again. Uh, I saw it last week. I don't know if you know the details after you saw the... So basically, uh, Dini refused to come into training uh, ever since they opened up uh, the training facilities in England. He said, uh, I have a five-month-old daughter who's already suffering uh, with respiratory problems. So he said, fuck this. I'm not going into training and risking the life of my daughter. And then just a couple of days after that headline came out of uh, him refusing to go into practice, three players or three people, staff members, players on the team tested positive for coronavirus. So I guess his decision was pretty uh, justified there. Good Good for him. Good for him for standing his ground and and standing for what he thinks is right. You know, uh, this is uh this is bigger than than the game. Bigger than know? football, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, just well, to, and, Yeah, and Golo, I mean, I have no problem with him sitting out even though he's our best player. Obviously it sucks, yeah. but at this point the season is scrapped. Even if it does yeah. continue, it's just it's just a bordel. Like It's not the same. Yeah. yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. You know. And just to come back on that Darius, it was his only goal. <laughs> For real. Yeah, in the in the La Liga. That's awesome, bro. Yeah. yeah. So. If, you, if you guys didn't see that goal, please go watch it because that was yeah. a fucking cracker, man. 89th minute too. Yeah, thanks for the reminder, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> no problem. We got we got cracked by Bilbao twice this season, man. The the first <laughs> game and then in Copa del Rey. Fuck, man. Democracy. It was a rough season. Yeah. It's like that, life, huh? It's belt, it's gang. Tom. Oh, wait. Tom wants to say something. Yeah. Yeah. One more, one more transfer that I just saw. I know, I know we already spoke about transfers, but it's looking like <laughs> Cavani's gonna go for free to Inter Milan. PSG are gonna get, PSG are saying he's a free transfer for Cavani. And since Lautaro is going to Barca, Inter is gonna go grab him. Oh, okay, okay. And apparently Cavani wants to go also. Since wow. that's possibly available, <laughs> Lukaku. Boom. Oh, that's two big strikers, man. To push I don't know what you guys think of that, but that's size. <laughs> that's some serious size, bro. That's a uh, header galore. Know how well they would link up there, uh, Lukaku and Cavani, but uh, if they played uh, the two strikers. Conte likes his crossing, bro. He has a hard-on for crossing game, so. Yeah, he does. Facts. Literally has no other play. That's why he has Candreva, which he's in love with since uh, Euro 2016. <laughs> No, he's crossing, right. Crossing, though. crossing, crossing, bro. And they got Moses for the same reason. The fallbacks, the the wingbacks. Yeah. 
He, it's a, it's the style of play that he likes, and it's the style of play that he's going to stick to. Yeah, um, I agree. That's, uh, that's pretty much it. I mean, I wanted to mention one last thing, uh, just to keep an eye on. Just uh, Man City appeal date to start June 8th, I believe, for the 10th. So uh, keep our, uh, our eyes on that. Keep y'all See posted. All right. Oh, man, I hope. Oh, my God. <laughs> you guys, you guys are gonna try to give, remove the the transfer ban, but you're gonna get banned another two years. Fuck on top of the original two I'm gonna, years. I'm gonna pray to Allah the, the night before. That's for damn sure. <laughs> Eid Mubarak. Eid Mubarak to all my Muslim brothers hey, and sisters. Man. That's gonna, that's yeah. a huge fucking thing, man. All right. So I guess with that, we can say ciao, ciao for now and until next week. Thank you guys for listening. You could always catch us on Spotify, SoundCloud, and uh, Apple Music or whatever it's called, Apple uh, Podcasts. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you guys for the 100 followers. Woo! Yeah, you yes. 100 followers. Thank you guys right. for the support. Catch you guys next week. Peace. Peace. Ciao. Ciao.